on today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast. Oh no! We suck again! Be tuned. Season 3, episode 54 of the Bolts Broadcast. Chase Crawshaw, Mike Mitchelson joining you today. Chase, how are you? I'm just happy you got that to work. Right? Yeah, because I, I think I think it fits. I think it's fitting for what we're going through right now. So I'm happy that that worked out pretty well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It was, it was a little tricky, you know. I didn't know if I wanted to hop into it because that was our first shot at this different setup. We tried it differently before. The sound bite didn't really work. So this was our first time trying the soundbite in a different manner to try to get it to work. And I wasn't sure if I just wanted to hop in and, and go with it, but it worked. It did work. So we're doing okay. Uh, I'm doing well overall. Work was kind of a kind of a, a business. Kind of a boner. Yeah, I did not, uh, did not enjoy all of that. But I'm really looking forward to this episode of the Bulls broadcast. And afterwards, we got We're Not Professionals. We're doing our edge and linebacker rankings, which... I think is easily my most excitement I've had for our offseason ranking so far. Yeah, it should be a pretty good episode. I, I think I'm looking most forward to all said and done the, the defensive backs, to be honest with you. Mm. But this is going to be a good episode. Yeah, because you still have Derek Steenland at number one. So We're going to see what I have at number one. Well, maybe you have Derek Steenland at seven. Maybe oh. I do. Oh, my gosh. Tune in to find out. That would be crazy. Yeah, go to the We're Not Professionals uh, YouTube channel, and you can check us out over there. Doing, uh, we do videos over there. Hell yeah. Unlike Bolts. I know. We, we, I really wonder if we should start. Like, you know, I, I, I know that we get, you know, we get a pretty good listening following. I really don't know what our viewing following is going to be for Bolts. Because I know we have a, we've had a good viewing following from the beginning for WNP. Mm-hmm. But we've gone so long with the audio on this. I wonder how our viewing would do. We could always try. I yeah. don't know. It's, if, if, if people are for it or against it, let us know. But, um, you know, if, you know, I don't know, maybe we can look into it. Yeah, most of our listener base for Bolts has come from the likes of Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stuff, where WNP, the main audience, was like started through YouTube. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with, with that. Maybe maybe they want to see our beautiful faces. I don't know. I mean, who doesn't want to see our beautiful That's faces? That's a good point. All right, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, uh, we are going to be talking about the chance we did have to clinch and whether we did that or not. Uh, sneak peek for that was our intro. You might be able to... Refer to how that went. A uh, little game review, game preview after the commercial break. Got some stuff to talk about around the league, including fines, including a um, college free agent and the sweepstakes that surrounded him and where he eventually lands, all of that good stuff. But let's first start with our chance to clinch. We had that chance against the Dallas Stars. That was on Monday night, I believe. Um or was it Tuesday night? It was Tuesday night, I think. No, I got to think. It was Tuesday night. Yeah, it was Tuesday night. And, well, it didn't It didn't really go as planned. I mean, we only let up one goal all game. Too bad we scored. True. Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it didn't, didn't go well. We did not clinch. We currently still sit in third place in the Atlantic. So the next win we clinch, or if some losses go our way before we get our next win, uh, then we can clinch as well. But... Really, with our upcoming game, if we don't get our next win, I might, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I might just, what, what should I do? Should I go streaking? Should I put my head through a wall? Should I, like, kick, kick some children? I don't Why know. Why not both? Okay. <laughs> okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. You're going to go streaking, 
head through a wall of a kindergarten and then kick some kids. Okay, yes, that that will face <laughs> zero jail time. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been uh, tough, but we talked about in our last couple episodes that because of our hot start and because of how poorly the rest of the East has been this year, there's really no worry. We're going to be making playoffs. The only worry comes to how well are we going to perform in the playoffs, and we'll continue to talk about that as we get down the stretch. But let's talk about our one most recent win. That's Woo-hoo. against the Sabres on Sunday night, a 5-0 victory. You absolutely love to see that, especially because the Sabres, uh, although have not been performing well, they are excited about their future with the likes of Rasmus Dahlin, uh, Dylan Cousins, and then, of course, Owen Power, who is now over here. He did not see action in this game but nonetheless, the Sabres are excited about their young core. Yes, indeed they are. And yeah, as you said, Owen Power did not play in this game. He did play Tuesday and played pretty well. Looks like he is, you know, ha- has been an NHLer for quite some time. So good for Owen Power. Uh, good thing we didn't have to see him in this game because it could have been a little more difficult. But five nothing, pretty convincing win. Uh, I mean, it, it really wasn't any different than you expect. You you would expect this game to go in Tampa's favor. They end up getting the series win. Uh, you know, with. Another five goal win. They won the last one six to one. So, when the season series two to three played solid. Uh, it's a team that you should beat every day of the week anyway, yeah. especially given who you are. So it's nothing too surprising. Nothing to be doing backflips about. Um, it just you know it, it was a routine win. I think. And I love to see that Brian Elliott was the one to get the shutout there because yeah. that that might just show that as we're coming into the playoffs, we do have a little bit more depth than we initially thought. So yeah, I I would agree. And you know I I do want to mention. We obviously, you know, we, we traded a haul for Brandon Hagel uh, to, to come over here. But since he's been over here, you know, I've been a little disappointed with what he's done because it hasn't really gone too much in his favor. But it was good to see him get on the board in this game. Hopefully he can kind of get things rolling from there. Yeah, and we already somewhat talked about the Dallas game, losing that one nothing. Rupert Hintz was the only one to get on the score sheet. I've got a question for you, Chase. Since the start of March, we're 10-12. and 12. Yeah. In our last six games, we only have one win. I asked it two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half. When is it time to start maybe being a little bit concerned about a three-peat? Uh, we said, you know, give it some time. We still got some time left. Now we're seeing we're still struggling to find wins over teams that are actually competitive. Any concern at all? There's a reason to have some concern. Like, you, you want to see this team dominating and rolling going into playoffs. So, of course... But you look at it on the opposite side. Look at it as okay, we're getting you know these these faults in our game. We're getting this bad juju out right now. So when playoff comes, we're going to be good to go. We're going to have some positive energy. Our bad luck's going to be behind us. So kind of kind of catch twenty two. Catch twenty two. Um, you can look at it either way. I'm choosing to look at it as the second way, where it's more of a positive than a negative because we can get this bad luck out. But there is a little reason for concern, given really how, as you said, the last twenty two games have gone. They've not gone very well. Yeah, and I think if anyone is really getting bad juju out, it's the Steelers. But unch, because Juju Smith Schuster. I understand what you said. Went to the Chiefs. I understand exactly <laughs> what you said. Um, he said, I don't know if you heard this, but when he went over to the Chiefs, they asked about if he was going to be making TikToks with Patrick yeah, Mahomes' yeah, brother. I, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, I'm just going to be focused on TikTok or focusing on football, not TikToks. About time. Immediately, he makes a TikTok when he gets there. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Like two days after it gets announced, he's making TikToks in a Chiefs jersey. That's funny. It's like, come on, dude. Uh, former thirteenth overall pick for me in a dynasty league. That was fun. 
He's still, uh, he's still a good receiver, though. Yeah, I, I I got a good haul for him. For Josh Jacobs and him, I got like four first-round picks. So. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. And A.J. Green going the other way as well. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. Well, let's get to some game previews. Upcoming on Thursday night, April 14th, we've got the Anaheim Ducks. This is a game that features probably the best player in the world, Trevor Zegras. And, oh, no. Not that. No. But, the best player in the world. I happen to get hurt for the rest of the season. Jack Hughes, best player in the world. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a game that we should expect to win. And they've got some young bright stars for sure. But John Gibson, their all-star goalie, hasn't been performing as well as what he would normally expect. And uh, really, this team is just not a big matchup for us. If John Gibson was playing at his career ceiling, like what he's been before in his career, like if he was playing at a, at a 9.15 save percentage, which is what his career average is, they'd be a playoff team. They legitimately would. They have enough young talent, enough veteran talent. They, they have enough pieces around where if the goaltending is a little bit better and the team was a little more structurally sound, they'd be a playoff team. So they have the chance to come out and you know really fight in a game and sneak out some wins. So don't consider this a slam dunk, walk in the park, guaranteed win for the Lightning. But at the end of the day, it should be a game where we should fare quite well. Uh, of course, you got Trevor Zegras, who... Someone who has got a chance to finish for the top three in the Calder voting. Um, the way things are trending right now, I think how the odds work, he's outside of the top three currently. I think the top two odds are both uh, the Red Wings and the other one, if I'm not mistaken, was Anton Lundell that I saw. But anyway. Uh, as long as it's not Michael Bunting. Yes, for real. That, that That's what will make me the most mad of anything, that uh, that a 39-year-old could win the Calder. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's a talented hockey team. Um, it's, you know, you can't just go in expecting a win. You got it. You got to go in and still play your heart out, but I think we are going to fare pretty well in this one. Yeah. And we talked about, I think it was just last week, how announcers don't really like when young guys show their skill and stuff and they just want them to get punched in the mouth and stuff. Yeah. And you know, we're not for that, but if Patty Maroon wants to rough these guys up a little bit, I'm okay with that. I mean, if it happens, it happens, right? Right. Exactly. And we're like, we're not saying you know, we're not calling for no, violence. No, we're just saying if it happens, it happens. Yes. So, you know, whatever. That's the way she goes sometimes, right? Exactly. All right, let's now talk about Saturday, April 16th. We've got a game against the Winnipeg Jets. This is a team that's a little bit more um, competitive than the Anaheim Ducks, and it's a team that is still in the race for the wild card in the West. Uh, they are sitting a couple of points out, eight points out, seven points out, excuse me, um, but... They are still absolutely trying to get a playoff spot. Yeah, they, they got a chance. And Connor Hellbuck, you know, struggled for a little bit of the season, but he's been kind of turning it around, playing better. With that, the team in front of him has been playing quite well. Kyle Connor is scoring and playing at, you know, an incredible pace. He's kind of good. Yeah, he's just a hell of a hockey player. Uh, he's got a real chance to break 100 points here, which would be impressive for him. Real chance to break 50 goals. So that's a weapon you're going to have to keep an eye on. Nikolai Ehlers has been playing very well as well. You know, there's enough talent on this team where there is plenty of reason to have concern. This could go one way or the other. You know, I've got more faith in our Tampa Bay Lightning team. I, I'm continuing to put that faith in them. Been a rough couple months, you know, but I, I'm going to keep putting my faith in this team. I'm going to say they're coming out with a win this one. I'm actually excited for this excited for this game, and I think there's a very real possibility that we see Hellebuck and Vasilevsky both put on a show and prove once again why they're the top two goalies in the league. That'd be cool. <laughs> sure as hell would be. Um, obviously pulling for Tampa in that one, and we really need to start racking up some wins here, get a little fire rolling as we head into the playoffs. So hopefully it can start with these two games. We're hoping for that with Buffalo. Dallas shut us down real quick. Let's hope it's not the same 
for these upcoming games. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, some news from around the league. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Any of your sports betting needs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Chase, talk about sports betting. Uh, you were having a lot of success towards the end of the football playoffs, the Super Bowl, everything like that. Um, then you hopped into hockey, didn't have as much success. Nope. Are we giving it another try once we hit playoffs? Absolutely. Okay. Because I found success again Ooh. betting on basketball. Okay. Betting on March Madness. That, that, that worked out pretty well for me. Mm-hmm. And then I tried hockey again, and it didn't work. So now I'm going to take a little break, and I'm going to start again for the NHL playoffs, which is a change of hockey, a different type of hockey. Exactly. So I'm going to have the success again. There you go. That, that, that's, that's the gambling mentality right there. You know, I think it's just a positive mindset, but... People have different, you know, thoughts and stuff. So uh, hey, perspectives. There we go. Different no, perspectives. That's fair. But I, I am looking forward. I have two bets that I feel pretty good on. That I, futures that I placed back in like December. Mm. Um, a Moritz Sider Calder Trophy win and an Austin Matthews Hart Trophy win. Both those Ooh. have decent payouts for me, and they're both looking pretty good at the moment. Yeah, they don't look so, too bad. Yeah. So ho- hopefully those those work out in my favor, like I'm hoping they do. And then on top, you know, that'll happen after the playoffs. But hopefully the playoffs work out well, and then I catch out on those too. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of doing the pickums in the playoffs and stuff and uh, doing, you know, who sco- scores first goal, you know, everything like that. Uh, but I've never been willing to put money on the line. Except for this year. You're ready. Hey, I'm making or not, not, not making. I'm not going to disclose that. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm working 40 hours a week now. I'm a full-time worker, employee. So... Maybe maybe the little extra quarters in my pocket are scratching at that service. We'll uh, see. I think they are. Maybe. I think they are. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's not talk about uh, some more quarters being left from pockets. That's hey, Ryan Hartman. Before you move on, I actually have this idea. Oh, okay. So what what hey, we could do. Erase erase Ryan Hartman from your mind. Yeah, we didn't okay. we didn't say nothing about him. But, okay. we, but we, we did this last year for... Um, the like we did this last year in the NHL season within the network. Um, we did some like within our group, like our within the hockey podcast network, did some DraftKings contests where anybody could enter and then you like draft a, a team against each other and you know we, we were playing against each other for each other's money essentially. So 
we could try doing something like that um you know for nhl playoffs where we do like the daily batting like me me you a couple of friends maybe a couple people the podcast network maybe a couple of listeners want to do it i don't know uh we can we can do it through DraftKings. i can get my account fixed we can be good to go i don't know that that, that could be different than just you know having to bet money lines and doing that type of stuff in case you don't want to do that that's true and remember i think it's been a couple of years in a row now uh where we've drawn teams out of hat it and is. uh I got Tampa last year, so yeah. so I, I won some good money. But yeah, no, uh, this year we're figuring out a different method. We're doing a draft a team, so I can you know pick some better teams, not get left over with what I have. What's hilarious is I had Tampa, Colorado. Yes, you did, and I was so excited. And then Colorado got bounced. What in the second round? I think it was maybe third. Yes, round. I thought it was second. second. Third. I thought it was it, either way. No, it, it 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 was second because yeah. it was Vegas, Montreal, and third. That's what I thought. Um, so speaking of which, remember when we laughed when Alec got Montreal? Yeah, we laughed because he got Montreal and the Islanders or something like that, right? I think it was. Yeah. Didn't turn out too bad for him. Yeah. It was pretty close on both accounts, actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, let's not talk about Ryan Hartman. He had some, some change, leave his pocket, got fined, uh, because he did a, a hand gesture. He gave one of these. Yeah, that I'm giving Mike right now yeah. a, a middle middle finger uh, to to Evander Kane, forty two fifty out of his pocket. But actually, it's only forty fifty out of his pocket Ooh. because Evander Kane's ex wife, in the process of this all, Venmoed Ryan Hartman two hundred bucks to help pay for his fine. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, it's something. I'll it's say a, that it's hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's a little petty, I gotta say. Oh, it very much is. It very much is, but it's funny. It adds a little drama to the NHL. We don't have much of that. It does. I wonder if uh, Ryan Hartman and Evander Kane, the next time they meet, if there's going to be any words exchanged and maybe I, uh, I some hope, mitts dropped. I I hope it's just like I, I don't know when they would play next. I don't know if they play next this, play again this year at all or not. They might play in the playoffs. Um, I hope it's just a very spirited bout against each other. That would <laughs> that would be quite fun. Yeah. Uh, also, why are we why are we giving fines for just Flipping the bird, I don't. You you can't do it. Like I just did it. Yeah, well you you can do it. You can't do it on the NHL ice just because they're trying to promote like a a family friendly environment that they can put on. And if you got people giving middle fingers, even though I don't think swear words and gestures like that are that bad, I really don't. I the only reason I look at as bad is because society says it's bad. Just stop saying it's bad, and it's fine. So it's why I don't have much of an issue with swear words or or those gestures, but. You know, from where the NHL is coming from, they're trying to make it a kid-friendly product, family-friendly pro- product, so they can't let that happen. I, I understand that aspect. And I think it's very funny, and a lot of people find it very funny when the on-ice microphones pick up players, you know, Love just it. screaming F-bombs or whatever they're, they're doing. Love so, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, whenever the like the cup gets lifted, they just let it fly. Like, yeah. they don't mean that. It's just, oh, fucking right. Uh-huh. Every, every time someone grabs the cup, every, per, every player says it. And I got to say, when there's enough excitement, when there's enough emotion in the atmosphere, uh, who, cares, who cares who about cares? fines? Words, dude, and words are words. Like, like if if saying fuck you is going to hurt your feelings, like, I, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Well, our intro in last week's episode was sticks and stones may break your bones and words will most definitely hurt the referee's feelings. Yes. So That is fair. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's not talk about Freddie Anderson. Um, probably the filthiest mitts in the league, I got to say. Yeah, and, and filthiest mitts since Patty Wah, for sure, I'd have to mm-hmm. say. I think the Patty Wah one is better, um, even though a penalty was on the play for the Patty Wah one because he crossed the center ice with the puck. But Freddie Anderson gets the puck, shut, you know, just dangles with it up the ice and then makes a play at center ice with the puck. Um, 
I don't know if it was at the end of the game, I think is what it was, when they were pulling their goalie, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So he sent it back so his D could kind of regroup and get things figured out. But it, it, it's a pretty cool play. I always love seeing goalies handle the puck like that because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, and it really shows you what kind of skill these guys actually have. Uh, I always Dude. love the relay that happened on the All-Star competition where the Shit's goalies impressive. would have to shoot it way down there. Dude, like the, the shit the goalies do are impressive. Like mm-hmm. like Mike Smith launching that puck full ice in the first try. Yeah. And getting it through that little slot. When you look at the skating, remember Tim Thomas does the skating drill, falls, and still pretty much wins that race. Uh-huh. Like like these goalies are incredible athletes and, and you don't like always think about it that way, but they can do some impressive things. They're great shooters, they're great stick handlers, they're great skaters. A lot of these guys could be players, like just like skaters, just like forwards or D. They very well could, but they play goalie. I think the the big difference between them and skaters is the mindset. They're a little psycho, little cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> uh, all right, let's now talk about Ben Myers, the big college free agent sweepstakes, no longer on the market. Yeah, so we heard the top two teams were going to be Minnesota and Detroit. Curveball signs in Colorado, so that contract can begin this season. If you play some NHL games, it will burn the first year of the contract. He will not be eligible for playoffs. It's a stupid rule that college free agents have. I heavily disagree with it. Nonetheless, it is the rule. So he can play with Colorado if they want through the rest of the regular season. I don't imagine why you'd want to do that. Um, I, I, I would just send him down in the American League, get a couple, you know, get, get as many years as he can cheap. You can play him next year in the NHL. He'll be, you know, a good third line, bottom six, like depth kind of guy. Like someone that really isn't going to be a fourth-line player, isn't going to be a first-line player. So you can play him third-line if you need to move up to the second line or something, he can. But it'll mostly be like that third-line supplemental scoring type role. So it'll, it'll be a good option for Colorado next season. Yeah, I agree. Just send him down. You know, yeah. you've already got playoffs locked up. You've already got the one seed basically locked up. So uh, just ride it out. Yeah, I, I would agree. And then on top of Ben Meyer signing, you know, there's there's more college free agents. There's a laundry list of them, but Michigan's losing quite a few of their guys. We're mm-hmm. talking about their chances of repeating. Still think they're pretty high with their incoming recruiting class, but the more and more guys that they lose from this current roster, the less and less likely it's going to be. Or not chance of repeating, chance of actually completing. That's the word yes. I'm looking for. Sorry. Uh, Michigan, will they ever complete? I don't know. They don't do it in football. They haven't done it in hockey. They, so. they don't do it in any other sports. Basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, they, they, they tend to, to just blow it. it it's weird did you hear your boy howard might be going to the lakers yeah i saw that i don't think that's gonna be happening this the, the same rumor happened last year to the lakers as well yeah i'm not a big howard guy um i don't know if he's a great coach overall and i just don't really like uh how he goes to the handshake line but i I, I think i think he's good for the college game i don't i like the NBA, like the pro game it's just different it's a different style of coaching i think yeah. he's good for the college game i i feel like he's kind of uh too lax in the college game but like, and in the pros, you can be lax because well, the players you, you just can, control but, but, everything. But he's a great recruiter, and that's that's a big part of the college game. Yeah, that's true. Like guys want to play for him. He's also a great puncher or slapper. Excuse me, sorry, whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right, hockey name of the day. Let's get to that now, so then we can uh, do a WNP show afterwards. Have a little fun. Yeah, uh, Colin, or it's going to be Colin, isn't it? I don't know. Like like the body part, a colon. I don't know. Uh, Colin Ugbekile. Ugbekile. Colin Ugbekila. Colin Ugbekila is a German defenseman, played a couple of years in the USHL, played for uh, Des Moines for two years, then played for Fargo Force for a year before moving on to the top German league, been playing there for the last three and a half seasons, uh, played internationally, played in the U20 team, has played some international games here and there since then. Uh, someone we might see in the World Championship team this year, not impossible. 22-year-old kid, you know, still, still a young player, still got some, you know, potential to him. 
not someone that we're going to really see in the NHL, but someone who could be uh, a face that is a little more prominently featured on the German national teams. Hey, Ugbekila, that rolled off your tongue super smoothly. Didn't expect that, I'll be honest. Hey, it, it's it's the four years of German I took that I remember none of. I guess. I remember I remember a little bit of, I should say. I took two years of German, and, well, I remember nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for the episode. Thanks so much for coming out. Chase, would you hit him on? Hit him with an outro. As always, one thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Patreon while you're at it. You know, it'd be cool. Uh, it'd be nifty. If you want to go support us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that'd also be nifty. It's at Bolts Broadcast. Make sure you go check out the Hockey Podcast Network as well at Hockey Podnet. That's at Hockey Podnet. While you're at it, you can go check out WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Get all the content you need on all the content you need on Twitter between those three accounts. Really, you don't need to follow anything else. Maybe maybe some other podcasts in the network. That's okay. We'll allow that. But really, you know, we're, we're the important ones. Exactly. Uh, but make sure you go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts in the network there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, you should rate us five stars. Uh, leave us your questions, comments, concerns. Whatever you do, do not fit to use code THPN when you sign for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.